This is Dr. Dar. This is Professor Feather. And this is the Midnight Gadfly. With our special guest this week, Mark Justice. Yeah, Mark Justice. Mark! <laughs> All right, this week we're going to return to our uh, overlying theme of the history of horror movies. Ooh, uh, on Unsane Radio. Welcome to Unsane Radio. We're what here on a radio. Would you be listening to none? Yeah. None more radio. It's the insanity. It's none. That's 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 the Vatican. Uh, <laughs> dot com. All right. So where do we start? Nineteen fifty. So what we got? Nineteen fifty for horror. For Hoover. I don't know. That's a tough one. My, uh, my I, list didn't cover 1950. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I started at 51. <laughs> no, there was no horror movies made in 1950. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay. But anyway, well, let's go back before we even get into this. Starting into the 50s now, we're talking a, a whole new era in how um, America was uh, a, developing and a, how it worked. The transition. The transition from the post, post-war post transition. Um, the late 40s was a, a major transition. Into the 50s, now we're getting into a little bit more... From um, supernatural to ...affluence, science. and um, this is when they started uh, doing the uh, major uh, restructuring and structuring development of the... Uh, infrastructure of America's highways. Big and huge. Um, you know, <laughs> the American love of the automobile was really starting to come into its own in the 50s. Um, it developed over as the course of the 50s went. Um, getting drive-ins. In, drive-ins were a major factor in the 50s. Um, they became one of the major uh, pop cultural avenues. <laughs> Which segues um, into all these movies. Yeah, which really brings us to a lot of these movies. In the early yeah. 50s... We, we have a drive-in just down the road. Yeah, so do I. Oh, I have it still one, works. I oh, have one yes. just down the road from me, too. A you have miles. Field of Dreams, don't yes. you? Yes. But uh, then the 50s... Um, and, you know, everybody was going to college at this time because they had the GI Bills, and this was... Uh, people were starting to get established. And you make the, the middle class was really starting to get established in the 50s. Um, it took a little while for it to happen. Um, we also should say that, you know, we had the con- Korean conflict in the early 50s, too. Um, but that's another story. So, yeah, uh, horror was changing. It was taking on a, a little bit of a new uh, face, I think, in, in starting in the 50s. And it progressed uh, through the 50s. In the early 50s, we still had the schlocky movies it, like, uh, you know, Bride of the Gorilla, you know. Uh, which was, <laughs> well, that, yeah, that becomes a supernatural one, but even though, yeah, Bride yeah, of the Gorilla. Yeah, kind of, kind of, you know, we're including that in in our horror lexicon, I guess, of B movies anyway. Yeah, the reception uh, we we like a jungle theme. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, 50s. I, also, I think it was sci-fi stuff, but it, it became... Right. It's, it's hard. The sci-fi kind of overshadows well, the thing becomes, in, this, in this era. The thing and was... It, I had to like look up a list of like what horror movies were made until Hammer comes in. 
You know, I'm like, what? In the what later 50s, yes. Comes I mean, out, you know? There was stuff like, what, the Black Room or, yeah. Well, yeah, well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, we had really classic, classic ones, like from 1952, Mother Riley Meets the Vampire. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Right. And who starred in that? A drag. <laughs> yeah. An English drag. And Bella Lugosi. <laughs> and Bella Lugosi. Right. Um, yeah. You know, 1953 had House of Wax. Oh, that's a great the, one. I, yeah. I, I'd love that movie. And I think was, was that the 3D one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was the good with the 3D. guy playing the, the good and yes. You know, right Vincent at the camera Price? in the beginning. That's awesome. Yes, very good movie. Um, we had that the Neanderthal Man came out in '53. Now, a really uh, <laughs> a uh, one movie. of the seminal movies, um, which I guess you call you know horror, was uh, Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. Oh, you came think out that in would be... 1953. Well, is that horror? Well, what is? What else would it be? The but big, I guess the big I guess, monster. If you think about well, the big thing, monster movies are, are kind of horror. But the movies. thing was kind of it's a horror movie. Too. Science oh, fiction. Oh, I always too. think that well, that movie is sci-fi. Well, I, there again, I think this this is what you know they're melding the two together. Uh, he just yeah. mentioned the thing from another world. That's that's science fiction, but it's also it has kind horror of, has a horror to element to it, right? But the beast from twenty thousand leagues or twenty thousand fathom fathoms was. Um, Ray Harryhausen. Yes. Yeah. Great movie. And uh, also, kind of, um, by a lot of accounts, it was what influenced Gojira, uh, Godzilla. Yeah. It, it, um, it, and it's the, a very similar story the whole, if you think about it. The whole giant monster genre. Yes. Kind of pretty much started spawned, spawned from that. I mean, that's right. Which, which was influenced by King Kong and all that stuff. Right. Right. So yeah. I'm, I mean, we're including that. This this type of movie in in okay. in our horror you know because it does uh, have a, it, it does it, have a place they, in it I mean it, yes I think so too and yeah so where are we going for with this uh, 52, 52, 53. Well, that's what I said uh, yeah um, that was you know a pretty influential movie they originally wanted um, the the monsters to be uh, suits for um, um, the beast. The, um, oh, uh, they wanted they wanted it to be rubber suits, a, yeah, and what, Harryhausen came and and convinced them that you know it would be better to do the uh, uh, claymation, right? Uh, stop motion. Wasn't this a uh, uh, what's his name uh, Eugene Laurie? Wasn't this one of his films? He did like a trilogy of these things, and this was probably his most successful. But he went on to do what? Didn't he have something to do with uh, like what, what Behemoth and right? There was another one. I can't think of what it was. Gorgo? No. Oh, yeah. Gorgo was in the 50s. That was a British. Yeah, uh, but wasn't that, uh, uh, what's that, Levine? Or didn't he have something to do with it? Oh, oh, what's his name? I think he was like a producer. Gordon. Or was Gorgo in the 60s? Uh, Gorgo was oh. like the beginning of the 60s, but the Beast. Okay. The Beast, uh, the Behemoth. And Gorgo, I thought the the producer was the same. Where, okay. and then I cannot think of his name. Help me. All right. Well, then moving on. So, <laughs> All right. The uh, so <clears throat> so we moved from having Harry Harryhausen doing this claymation. Prior to that, what were they doing? They were gluing shit onto real lizards, right? And then <laughs> yeah, and, and you know making them larger. Or whatever. And they still continue to do that. After yeah, that. and then yeah. making them fight and horrible things yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, you know we go from the we go from that to 1954, which is Godzilla, right? So now we've got the rubber suit, right? Suits, and then you have a- and puppets, uh, animation, um, several different 
methods were used to show the monster in in, in uh, Gojira. Yeah. Um, Attack of the Crab Monsters was that just a big puppet? <laughs> a couple yeah, when, of guys. Yeah. Nineteen fifty-four. And then you, know, you can't you can't think of uh, nineteen fifty-four without thinking you know Bride the Monster. You know, yeah. come on, Edward. <laughs> we can stop you thinking know. about that now. I try. Yeah, I try. That creature from the Black Lagoon came out in yep. '54 as well. No, oh, one of the best monster suits ever. Yeah, I mean, it was like the last kind of uh, films that Universal had done, the Creature Trilogy. Well, that was kind of there. Uh, they yeah. hadn't done a a movie for a while, and then they came out with this wonderful creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> what did you think you of know? the last one, though? It's cr- it's considered um, the last of the Universal. <laughs> Uh, monster movies, your monsters. You know, yeah. it. Like they the they one, the they put him monster. right. They put him right into you know into with Dracula and and Frankenstein, the Mummy, the Werewolf, uh, Wolfman, all of those. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The first one, the first one was was very good. It was also done in 3D. As a matter of fact, right. Um, Which I've never seen it in 3D. I don't know. Uh, how, have we you guys did. seen it in 3D. It was yeah, we t- saw it in 3D. It, it was on at, TV in 3D. Like, yes. Remember, oh, we had to. Nice. Like, we had nice. to we saw up, it on a screen on 3D. We had at to pick the University up the, of Toledo. Yes. Yeah, we had to pick up the. Uh, I think it was like the the red and uh, blue glasses at um, Burger King or something like that. Oh, yes. cool. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. We were, we were living up. Monster. I remember that. <laughs> but that's funny because that was the same time that I saw Bride of the Monster, which was presented on television on a Halloween night as a, a legit. Uh, horror movie, you know, and I even as a yeah. kid, I'm going, What the hell is Didn't going they do on a, here? The 3D on TV, do you remember? Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, uh, that's what he was just saying. Yeah, well, yeah, the Bride of the Gorilla, too. I remember Count mm-hmm. Scary doing that one. Or so that's why you should never get married, you know. I think people just realize what happens, you know. <laughs> I woke up with a monster, I woke up, I married a gorilla, but yeah, Creature, the the the, the first one was, you know, and well received, uh, did, a, mm-hmm. did pretty well. And yeah, as you said, because it actually spawned two more creature movies. The second one, what was uh, the second one? Revenge oh, came out Agar. the next year. Yeah, um, and it was it was okay. And, and I, Clint, and I Clint real, was in that one. I wasn't real fond of the second one. My yeah. actual favorite of all three is the third one, The Creature Walks Among Us. Yeah, that's what so, so different. A lot of people love the whole yeah. trilogy. That was in '56. Yeah, yeah, I do. I shouldn't say I dislike the second one. I don't dislike. It. I just in the in my you know, least favorite it's my least favorite of the three but the the creature walks among us is my favorite i thought that was a, a brilliant brilliant story just a nice direction it went and and yes. yeah taking it to its yeah I, it was neat and that's all you know and that brings in you know that that you know we're talking mid 50s now and you know and that's that's bringing in the 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 whole uh drive-in is you know really mm-hmm. hitting its its uh, stride, stride yeah. in, in the in the mid fifties. I mean, they were dry, there was, you know, I lived in a, a relatively for- small town, um, and we had. I remember we had like five drive-ins, you know, in this town, <laughs> five, <laughs> which really? was, you know, yeah, yeah, really? five different drive-ins, wow. and that was was which and was just pretty crazy. But it was weird. Think of them trying to find things to fill no, this. They would always show the same movies. No, oh, they showed they? the same. They, they, these movies they- would make the circuit, and they would like you'd see. You know, kind of like they do on Bride TV of the now. Monster would be on two of the drive-ins at the same time, but they were in opposite sides of of this of the town. Right, usually kind of on the outskirts of the town. I, I grew up in a, a town in Indiana called Muncie. I think that's a city. It is a city, a <laughs> town. I don't know what's the difference between Isn't, city and well, town. Well, it's Ball State is outside of it, right? Ball State is in in, in or inside of inside it, yeah. of Muncie proper. Yeah, Ball State University. 
But there's a there's a really uh, there's a couple of good um, documentaries on um, Amazon that talk about this whole phenomenon because they talk about how uh, horror starts to shift over the 50s and 60s because of the drive-in and the fact that teenagers were now attending a lot more. So it, there became a lot of these movies Which, that were geared towards. We, we, we talk about this transition thing, but what's kind of interesting, it goes towards science at one point, then it starts to shift back to supernatural uh, towards the end of the cycle. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess an example of that would be like, you know, here we were making... Teenage Frankenstein, and then what in the UK they were making the horror of Dracula. You know, it was just that it was starting to shift back the other way. The classical monsters too; mm-hmm. they were making a resurgence, I guess. But you see that kind of Frankenstein theme in the Creature Walks Among Us when they're trying to turn the creature back into a, a man. You know, decreature the creature, and that, that decreature that the creature hubris. You know, coming back in at Frankenstein's hubris. It seems that's. That seemed to me kind of a fitting uh, kind of bookend to Universal's horror films, as it really, for me, I always echoed echoed Frankenstein a lot. Good point. That's, that, that's yeah. a good point. Yes. But yeah, and that, you know, um, it brings up, well, you know, the, the really classic horror, Abbott and Costello meets the mummy. You know, I mean, we have, yeah. here we go. We're, you know. The mummy with the zipper up the back. We know, we. that's when how you start you knowing that the universal monsters is dead. But yes, and uh, one of the movies that was kind of odd that they put in here uh, is Night of the Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, which they consider, and I do consider that a horror movie. When I, after I started thinking about it, it's a thriller um, but I mean, there there is. It's not really a you know. A, it has a, a, horror elements. Has I guess. horror elements to it. Right, it's suspense elements. Very suspenseful. Well, you could almost say fantasy and, elements and also. Uh, yeah. it's just, yes, and it's a very a, good movie, by the way. It's a very yeah. intense film. Um, Robert Mitchum yeah. and Shelley Winters. But yes, I want to oh, yes. go back to Abbott Love and Hate. Meets the Mummy yeah. for a moment. Uh, when I was a kid, that movie scared me to death. Which movie? Even though it's supposed to be funny, because I was always terrified of the Mummy. Oh, that scared you really. You know, for you know, for the seven-year-old Mark, that was that's just scared the crap out of really? me. Really? Yeah. Well, so seven. you have like a thing for zippers now, right? <laughs> I was seven. Tar. I don't care. <laughs> well, but the yeah. Egyptians they they invented batteries. They didn't walk like that. And zippers. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I, I just found it. I mean, I remember uh, seeing it early on. Um, and I was, you know, I was like when that when it movie came out, came out, uh, I was five years old. <laughs> um, and I, a lot of these movies I remember, you know, from, I remember movies from when uh, I was yeah. five. I was watching, you know, I was starting to, starting to become a, a, a real critic even by then at five years old. But I remember a lot of these. I didn't see, I don't think I saw Abbott and Costello meets the mummy until probably a couple of years later on TV when it was released on TV. I didn't see it at the... Um, I don't really remember seeing too much before. Like the fifty-seven is about the time I really start remembering the horror, uh, uh, going to the drive-in and or or to the theater and seeing the movies. I remember when you talked, Mark, about uh, Hammer when they started coming out. I was d- d- going to the theater. Those movies actually played at the. Those uh, are the ones you actually started seeing. Yes, I mean, and they on played a basis, at, yes, but, 
and they played at the theater, not at the drive-in. They were mm-hmm. they were considered more bona fide movies. If if that's a, I don't know. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah which was kind of odd. And, well, they had uh, what Universal at the time too, and they really did a they did a really good job of ballyhoo at the theaters. Uh, oh, I bet. All the all of the Hammer movies, the early Hammer movies, did. Uh, and I enjoyed those. I really liked them. And Hammer just going stuff. and just talking about them, it was such a weird uh, compared to uh, the American movies at the time. You know, you knew you had the black and white cheesy stuff. All of a sudden, you got to the Hammer movie, like uh, Dracula, and it came into this vibrant, vivid color. And all of a sudden, you see a a stake driven into a, a woman's chest, and it's like, well, yeah, it was oh, also, what, it was what is sexy. this? It was sexy horror. Yes, sex. Yeah. yeah. It, it, oh, I get cleavage. You get cleavage, <laughs> and um, it was like, hey, now. Well, yeah. You know, that, that's exciting. Let's let's watch more of that. And it was the first time when they made, like, Curse of Frankenstein, when they, you see blood. You see a lot of blood. Yes. Um, and and, and uh, the eyeballs floating in the, in the liquid. Yeah. And the brain. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and that was a conscious decision on their part to to bring in blood because they were doing color and they were trying to push those boundaries of what had been acceptable yep. before yep. that. And so yeah, that, that has left a last so chocolate a syrup got replaced. Yes. Those, those hammer films, man, they're awesome. Just great. Yeah. Well, and because I mean, that was our TV. I mean, most of the stuff that we saw, it was actually very rare to see any of the universal stuff on TV when we were kids. You know, but um, there was it was Hammer all the time. Like almost everything that we watched would have that Hammer look to it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and what I always liked about Hammer was uh, there was a kind of grandiose acting style about all of it. You know, these and the 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 actors they got like uh, what's it's funny because I always associated uh, Vincent Price with Hammer. Yeah. Amicus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. He was never in a Hammer. No, they were all Amicus. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, just having uh, you know. Um, uh, Peter Graves, or not Peter Cushing. Graves. <laughs> Peter Graves. <laughs> Damn it. Peter Cushing. Yeah. Peter Cushing and, you know, Christopher Lee, the diction, the way they, like, they would deliver things. That was like, again, that was for me like a bit, a British invasion, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, what was, who was the other guy? Letterer? Or, uh, oh, that played Dracula. He was in a, uh, several of the Hammers. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of who. Who's the one that played? I wanted to say it was Francis Letterer, but I'm not. Who, that who? who played uh, Who played the one where they burn down the, where he dies in the burning um, windmill? windmill? Oh. Um, what is that guy's name? Burning Windmill. That's, yeah, that's Brides of Dracula. They call Brides of Dracula. Oh, the, oh, oh that Dracula, one. Okay, yeah. yes. Where he jumps in, which is kind of cool, because they gave uh, 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 Van Helsing that swashbuckling thing going on when he jumps on the on the windmill arm. So you could pull it to a cross, and so it could be backlit and trap the vampire. Yeah. So That's we should cool. we should jump back to like we were at 1955 and we talked about Abbott and Costello. But I think what what was the other ones in there that were land were and, and you said Night of the Hunter. Yeah, um, but at, at this time Diabolic. wasn't there like a bunch of yeah Diabolic. Le Diaboli. Yes. Yeah. That's I I've never seen that one. I've heard of it. I took French sank times. So. <laughs> I, tried I drank some Sanka once myself. Didn't like it. <laughs> well, now you know how I feel about French. Yes. <laughs> Merde. May we. Speaking of Minui, Minui, proceed. I'm Italian. I sank at a ship. 
But yeah, there, yeah, and the, like I said, coming into you know we're talking fifty five, fifty six, you know that's when the the drive ins were really hitting. It was such a, a cultural phenomenon, and mm. it all comes back to the um, as as Gaffley said about the teenagers, and the the movie industry consciously aiming toward teenagers, and that brings in mm-hmm. people like Samuel Z. Arkoff, you know, and. Uh, Corman and, and Corman yeah. and Gordon and Gordon, Gordon yes, and exactly which Soda, all you know yeah. they, they would make they would just crank out these movies left and right and you know send them out so that they would play the circuits of the of the drive-ins <laughs> creeping terror <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, 56 had The Black Sleep. I just watched The Black Sleep about a month ago. I had never seen it. Isn't there another enough. one like that? Black Sleep and yeah. I don't know. Oh, there is, but it had uh, Rathbone and Tor and Yeah, Bela Lugosi, John Carradine. Yeah. That's in the, in, in the in the yeah, yeah. The one you're talking in about. In the one I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Or was, which is what, actually kind Dr. of an interesting Academy and Secret or whatever. Kind of an actual uh, an interesting movie. Not the greatest movie, but an interesting. There's movie. also Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the original one. Yeah. Boy, that is yeah. just a stellar movie. And here so we go. That, and here and this is coming into what we were talking about the 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 blend of horror and science fiction because, you know, technically that is a science fiction movie. Um, if you think about it. But, uh, you know, it has, but with these horror elements, you know, the, mm-hmm. the pods, uh, the, the pods that, are, which is great when that, those pods opened up and that yeah. milky stuff and the that half popping sound and the people and that fetus looking thing underneath. popping up. That's pretty strong for 1950. That was, yeah, good effects. Oh, yeah. And it, it's, uh, the acting is top notch all across. You get that sense, not, not just, not, well, you do get that paranoia toward the end, but that sense, that eventual, that fear of uh, the encroaching horror of the alien takeover and the personal, what's personal at stake. And who you know, directs fall asleep, who directed you know? This? Yes. And that, and that brings it in. And it also brings in, um, Don Siegel. W- yes. Yes. Which uh, brings in the whole factor of, of the cold war. And the, um, this, this goes more, well, and the horror even kind of expresses this, uh, the, the, the other, the alien, um, and you know the invasion, the invasion mm-hmm. that was the, a metaphor for the invasion that was the 50s, of the of uh, the of you know the Russians are going to come to the Soviet Union. Yeah. I think communism. it's interesting how you can go through these decades and find pick out the the one film that kind of defines that phobia. Yeah, for and, that decade, you know, and it just kind of progresses. What are we into now? Uh, psychological stuff, I guess. But um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of interesting, though. But I think, yeah, and and you know, just just the appeal to to, you know, at even though they're these are B movies, and you know, they're still trying to have some kind of social commentary. Some of them, did, um, yeah, yeah, and well, that's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I'm kind of referring like, to more like yeah, the yeah, 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 like what you know, the the bad seed. Oh yes, which you know is the horror within, or someone being born evil. You know, like this kind of yeah. And the juxtaposition of this child and evil, you know, kind of together. You know, being yeah. a little kid seeing that, that was kind of creepy when that, uh, yeah. yeah they, I, they, I guess I'm thinking of the scene where the guy came busting out of the, uh, you know, the cellar doors on fire. You know, when you're a little kid, like, what the, what's going on? That carries through <laughs> on other movies that come down the road too, from like Rosemary's Baby and The Omen. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yes. You know. Yeah, getting, and that's getting into that real killer kids uh, thing. Demonic. Or, uh, Type right. yeah. thing, yeah, the supernatural, the, the supernatural, right. yeah, um, 
yeah, the the bad seed that that you know, good commentary on uh, nature versus versus nurture, mm-hmm. um, and you know how how that all works. I thought was <laughs> yeah thought was, was good, and that's I like that movie. And quite if you haven't a bit. seen it, yeah. the ending's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but watch they, it if you they, haven't they seen it. Badly, it's, they it's remade worth a watch. it as the Good Son with Colin McCulkin, you know, Home Alone kid. Yes, and uh, you know this fails on all <laughs> yeah all levels. Was, but <laughs> this is what happens when uh, you leave me home alone. It was the abominable <laughs> snowman of the Himalayas. The Col- Macaulay Culkin movie, which which came out in 1957. So I like that movie, the, yeah. the Snowman movie. Yes, yeah, it was so weird. It was uh, yeah, the the whole idea of the telepathic elder race, or whatever they were. So what's it about? I'm, I've never even heard of it. Bumble Snowman. Yeah, right. But, uh, <laughs> the Bumble Snowman. The Bumble Bumble. What, I mean, so what are the abominable snowmen? They're like a telepathic ancient race. Well, you never really know that. They they're hunting them like a beast, and it has like Forrest Tucker and what's his name? I don't know. Is it Peter Cushing? Peter Cushing, isn't it? Maureen yeah. Cornell, yeah. But uh, yeah, they're. Should, uh, I'm putting that on the list. That looks good. No, it's not bad. Yeah, it's movie. worth it's a watch. Slow moving. It's very. It's kind of slow, but it takes that takes that unexpected unexpected twist rather when what did twist? Yeah, you get beyond. But but it it if you can. Embrace the the journey. It's it's a it's a really it's a pretty good movie. It's it very is, entertaining. Yeah, it's slow moving. But yeah, it, it is slow, I, but I, I, I like it. I, I like it. For I what sat it is. through the creature yeah. from the Black Lagoon, which I think is pretty slow. <laughs> so, oh really? I yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of slow through. too. Slow's yeah, not necessarily I enjoy bad. the ride. I don't I don't mind the the journey on some of these movies. You know, I I don't mind a deliberately paced yes. movie, yes. or sometimes Correct. even if it's slow. I, I kind of it's it's nice to kind of just let go and, and enjoy that slow paddle boat ride to wherever you're going. You know, well, I, I, I always I like that. Actually, I think that was based on a, a, a teleplay at the time, too, or for whatever BBC or whatever. I think it was on their uh, TV before it was on. So they didn't. And I think it's kind of filmed that way, too. So you don't have to show very much. You know, what I mean. That makes sense. We can see that 1957 was a huge boom. Oh yeah, 57 really, really kind, kind of brought in a lot of new, new things. Um, Hammer really started coming in. Yeah, Blood of Dracula. Uh, Blood of Dracula. Curse Curse of the Pharaoh. Yeah, Curse of Frankenstein. Rather, yeah. Yes, Curse of Frankenstein. Oh, that was the first one they brought out. Yeah, that was. I remember watching that. I was probably nine or ten or eight. Sometime the first time I saw that, and I just was enthralled. Pharaoh's the first curse. time you get a backstory Fa- with Doctor Frankenstein as a kid, and and that relationship he develops with yes. his mentor, and and just the visceral horror of looking at his creature. I mean, there is nothing neat or tidy. It is, it is gruesome, and it's just shifted it back to yeah. the to the doctor instead of the monster. Yeah. Right, but yeah, yeah, and you're right, and and it brought in those those more visual elements, the more mm-hmm. shockingly visual elements, and. Ultimately um, reduced to that, and it was just, and then, and pushed started pushing that envelope. I think you know, mm-hmm. um, and it really focused on the hubris again. I mean, yes. all the Mary Shelley's hubris for you know her character, Doctor Frankenstein. It really shows that sense of arrogance and hubris uh, in in the Hammer Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein. He just keeps on bringing his creature back no matter what. <laughs> yes. and, and Cushion um, was you know, great at doing that too. Just yeah, that yeah, and it's arrogance. so it's a really really one of my favorite Hammer films of all time. Well, that brings in um, another movie from the uh, from 1957. Well, let's go back to 56 because there's a couple movies that we need since we are what we are. Uh, the Mole People and the She Creature. Time oh, slip. Time oh, slip. time slip. Ooh, big time. Oh, my God. The Mole People. The Mole, mole People. people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mole People. But when I was a little kid, I loved this movie, though. Man, oh, yeah, I, I did, too. I, I did, fun. too. 
Yeah, I remember seeing them. It's but, tough to watch now, but it's fun. And then in 57, um, yeah, Attack of the Crab Monsters, which we've oh, mentioned. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that. You know what freaked me out when I was a little kid? What freaked me out about that movie was, uh, remember when the guy fell and the rock? Yes. Right and he holds up the bloody stump. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like. Well, I, I really like that And movie. that kind of goes back to the introduction of the gore. The gore started becoming more prevalent in the 50s like that. Remember like... Uh, uh, was that fiend without a face with the little brains flying around? Yes. <laughs> when they shot him, they made that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, and another thing besides the um, the the British invasion of yep. horror movies, we also had Mexican movies coming <laughs> in. Cur- uh, Curse of the Aztec Mummy, and you and know, Kay oh, Gordon just, Murray. Oh my gosh. He brought them all over. Yes, yes, and For so those started pleasure. inundating the he uh, also airwaves. Brought those, those weird kid movies over too. Wait, who's Kay Gordon? Those Murray? I remember. He was like a producer. Is that what he was? Right. And uh, anyway, he did uh, brought in foreign movies. He would kind of repurpose them in a way. Yeah. Um, and do the you know the re-edit. dubbing and re-edit and play a soundtrack to them. And, yes. Uh, but anyway, I. He he did like a, the Aztec mummy, the Aztec mummy versus the robot. Yes. Uh, things yeah. like that. Oh, that's a great oh, yes. one. The wrestling yes. movie. Yes. But he also did all these really bizarre kid movies. I remember, because I've seen a couple of them in the theater, was like like Little Red Riding Hood meets the monsters. But they, they, they were all these really bizarre Mexican movies. So anyway, <laughs> pretty warped. K. Gordon Murray. Thank you. Anyway. So, uh, uh, Black Scorpion is a great one. Uh, 1957. Another example of, of classic, you know, giant monster kind of sci-fi horror. Doesn't uh, Will O'Brien have a credit in that? I don't know. Even though Pete sure. Peterson did all the animation, but I thought Will O'Brien had The that. animation, I think, is superb. It, it's very Oh, smooth. for what it is? Yeah. For his, yeah, yeah, it's 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 very good. Um, for such a low budget budget right. movie, it's Richard Denning, uh, Mara Corday, who's still alive, who's still uh, with us today, which is great. Richard Denning, we should do one whole episode on Richard Denning. He's he was in so much yeah. stuff. Yeah, and Mara Corday is in one of my favorite movies that we'll talk about when we get to uh, 1958. Uh, you know, The Giant Claw. <laughs> oh yes! Can't wait till fifty-eight. Oh, because we got to start. Not with the, the crawl, the crawl. We, we got to start with a really boring movie, The Blob. Oh, that's fifty. <laughs> yeah. But back to fifty-seven. We have two of my all-time okay, favorite movies. Oh yeah. I was a teenage Frankenstein, and I was a teenage werewolf. Oh, werewolf! Yeah. Werewolf was the better. That you know, movies. yeah. I was seven years old, and I saw those movies at the theater, and I just loved them. Um, I knew they were schlocky and bad, but I, for some reason, I really Struck liked them. Um, and what can you say, Whip Bissell? Whip Bissell. Well, it's, it's no, it's no teenage uh, werewolf in Washington. Or oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> werewolf in Washington. <laughs> Yeah, Teenage Werewolf, Michael Landon. That's uh, yes, an inspired you know Teen Wolf. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I liked that one without I the without the mutilating Frankenstein one. But I I I remember thinking you know even yeah like you Eric uh, excuse me feathers even uh, as a kid I thought <laughs> oh, this is a silly, oh, silly. You, who are you talking to? You've been outed by justice. <laughs> I've been justified. <laughs> justified. <laughs> Oh, in Frankenstein, Teenage Frankenstein, the very last scene 
Remember how it, it's one of those movies where they suddenly shifted to color, the real vibrant color. They did that with the with the Colossal Man too. Yes, when he touched the lines. Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. No, it right. wasn't. It was Probably just expensive. there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they wanted to give you something for your for your dime. Oh, color! Yeah. You know, fifty seven really was there. There's a plethora of movies. <laughs> that, you know, uh, um, did somebody mention? You, I think Tar. Did you mention Pharaoh's Curse? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's from. I like that one. Yeah. I think that one's yeah. kind of a good, tight little movie. I like that one. And the mom and the guy that the Pharaoh or whatever the creature you want to call him, I thought he looked kind of creepy. You know, I just saw Pharaoh's Curse like within the last year for the very first time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? Did you like it? I don't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Don't give me all the work. It was kind of short and fun. And yes, and it it wasn't a traditional mummy movie in that regard. And so I I kind of like that as well. So I I'd like to see it again. Most of these movies I see once and I want to see again when I've seen it just like, you know, and enjoy it. But. I, I, I'm a kind of a sucker for all these movies in, in this era, the 50s. I, I just throw something on, anything between the 30s and the 50s, and I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm you know, pretty no much the same way, yes. Yeah. Yes. Creeping terror I have a problem with. Okay, another one I thought was kind of good, The Undead. Oh, that's kind of a weird movie. Yes, I thought that was... Roger a, Corman? Yeah, kind of a weird, a weird movie. Head Billy Barty. Yep. <laughs> oh, and my all-time favorite, Spook Chasers. Spook. Oh, that that one's the racist. Boys? That's racist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's uh, who's that? Is that the Bowery Boys? Oh, I'm thinking yeah. of. Oh, is uh, it? Yeah. I'm thinking of uh, Bob Hope's Ghost Ghost Breakers. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not in the 50s, but that's yeah. like yeah. 30s or whatever. But anyway, we're yeah. uh, we're we're forgetting famous ones like uh, Daughter of Doctor Jekyll. Oh yes, famous ones. <laughs> famous. <laughs> John Agar. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. did Shirley Temple. <laughs> and uh, from hell it came. Yes. I've got splinters. <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. That one. That one's hard. Who has, uh, who has wood? Right. Uh, his bark is worse than his bite. Uh, well, and I and actually. Then, uh, Giant Claw was 57. He's such yeah. a sad. Giant Claw was 57. I've right. Seen that yeah. One. With Mayor Corday, who was in the uh, Black Scorpion. And uh, Jeff Morrow. Who, well, who who is in oh, lots of movies. everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. Patterns, patterns. <laughs> oh my God, the giant claw is like the worst, best movie in the world. Yes, I thought it looked really cool when he had the big forehead in this island Earth. Uh, <laughs> who the giant I, I claw? Love... No, tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't know the giant claw was in this island Earth. I have to go back and watch it again. I know they were talking about a sequel, but that was. <laughs> It's called This Giant Claw. I think that's... <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much a lot. You know, lot, that's why I said movies really started... Uh, yeah. They just started cranking them out. You know, Arkoff and all those guys would just crank these movies out. Corman, you know, would make, you know, 10 movies a year or whatever it was. Well, for a very atmospheric, <laughs> spooky movie who came out that same year, we got we got Night of the Demon. Jacques yes. Tuneur. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's that you know, Dana Andrews. Where the American come. producers made him put in... The demon. Yeah. Well, it's in the it's in the British cut as well, but th- that was more of the Jacques Tourneur did not want it, and the producers of the movie uh, wanted it in there. So he 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 kind of like said screw this, and he didn't want anything to do with it after that. But yeah, I like the demon. More I, mean, I like it. I like it too. There. But there again, uh, yep. you mentioned the key Jacques Tourneur. He, 
brilliant director. Oh yeah, yeah. got cat people. Oh and the, yes. the, the use of light and shadow, and oh, it's yeah. every bit as subtle and atmospheric a movie you could ask for. It yeah. is. It is effective. Hey, wait, when, when was when was Cat People? Forties uh, something wasn't it? Okay, so yes. it was in the forties. So, yeah, yeah. Like we 40, talked about uh, it. Late forties. Yeah. That's why I was. I'm looking for it on this list because I thought it was the. 50s. No, no, it was yeah. in the forties. Then there was like this weird sequel to it. What was that? that was, yeah, it was Curse of the Cat People. That's which, it. Which Turner's original idea, or the it was was originally vastly different than what ended up what they shot. Um, I think no, 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 no. I'm trying. Maybe I got that wrong. That was it's one of those going movies. into the production thinking they were going to get a uh, another sequel, direct sequel to Cat People, with every bit as you know moody and atmospheric, and they didn't know what the writers had written because they didn't want to do that. They wanted to tell the story, this more of the psychological story of the girl missing, having no friends, and the producer didn't know that until they saw the finished product, and it was too late to change it, so they had to release it. And they slapped the name Curse the Cat People on it because um, they didn't want to even call it that. And so they thought, well, we slap the name of it on it and the people will come. Um, and they were confused, rightly so, because it's a very different movie. I stayed up late yeah. when I was a little kid one night to see that, and I was really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you look at that, it was not what you were expecting. Or no, wanted. no, not at all. It's a, it's a kind of a... a, a a haunting and, and kind of a beautiful movie in ways on its. It is, not but not when you're a little people. kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're not expecting cat people, and and uh, Simone Simone looks just stunning, you know, and and her they gave her really good good costumes um, to wear, but it's just a not a cat people movie. It's just a very different kind of a almost like a, the uninvited. It's almost like that in a way, you know, that gentle horror kind of kind of aspect more than the capable sequel. We're, we're, we're moving right along. So I think we could jumping do, around, but yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting there. What, what right. we could do is we could uh, start with 58 and start moving through the 60s and see how far we can get through if we want, you know, for the next you know, for the next episode. For the next episode? Yeah. Oh, sure. Because we, we still have the, you know, we could start with the blob. You know? Okay, yeah. yeah, that's true. Okay. What, yeah, let's do that. So I like the blob. So we'll uh, so, yeah. stick around and come back <laughs> or do whatever, you do whatever so that, you know... We'll do this in our next, the next segment of uh, the yeah. history of horror. Segment. The Here severed, the severed <laughs> piece from the whole. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Plop. <laughs> Corn. We almost end the 50s with a plop. Dr. Todd. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. Min Wee's Dr. Head. (laughs) You have been listening to Unsane Radio. You can find us on the Twitters. The Twitters. You can find us at Radio Unsane, at Radio Unsane on Twitter. Facebook, we have... uh, a presence. A presence. <laughs> well, you can find Psycho Cinema. You can find Unsane Radio. You can find Mark Justice Writer. Um, Entrepreneur. Speaking of which, uh, we didn't even talk about. Next episode, we're going to talk about Mark's new book. Yeah, we've got a secret reveal. Secret reveal on the next episode. It's a hell of a reveal. <laughs> In case you really want to try to get a hold of us, you can do that at Unsane Radio at gmail.com. Unsane Radio 
You can see Tar and Feather at tarandfeather.com or visit us on Vimeo where you can watch a lot of our uh, episodes. And I would like to say once more, a plug for uh, tarandfeather.com. You know, we have lots and lots of content on there that's related to horror, science fiction, and just pop culture in general. We have a whole section of um, profiles about about B-movie actors, directors, and it's really a good read. Very interesting stuff. That's, we have a... That's T-A-R-R-A-N-D-F-E-T-H-E-R dot C-O-M. Check Those, it out. You'd be, you'd be surprised what content is on there. And we're on Spotify. Keep searching. <laughs> I'm nowhere to be found, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs>